and gentlemen, welcome to the new episode of the Finger Guns Podcast. I'm your host, Roscoe Coniston, and I'm joined by Mr. Sean Davies. Hello. How you doing, sir? I'm good. A bit tired. Uh, I stayed up to watch some wrestling last night. Um, but yes, other than that, very good indeed, thank you. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. Good. Very well. Living the dream. Spent a lot of my weekend watching Glastonbury. It's been a good time. Nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah it's been a good weekend. Greg, you still there? I am. Hello. Welcome. Welcome back. Thank you. Um, yeah, sorry for my absence. I was on my uh, on my jollies in France at a festival, and I've picked up a lovely uh, seasonal cold type thing. So if you hear me snotting and sniffing, I am really sorry. Yay. This one's going to be fun to edit. <laughs> lovely. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Greg, give me a smelly cat. I can't. I can't. I can't sing. I can't even sing at the best of times. So. Uh... Oh, okay. Right, let's jump in to what we've been playing. So, Mr. Greg Kicks, what have you been playing this week? Um, I'm still playing Days Gone. It is massive. Wow. I'm, I, I don't even know where the story's going to end. And I've gone from being really, really interested to, oh my God, just give me some conflict resolution. It's good, though. I mean, I'm enjoying it still, but it's just it's dragging on a bit. Um, you definitely get your money's worth. And I'm also playing Irony Curtain from Matryoshka with Love which is a nice little sort of point-and-click, double-fi, LucasArts-style uh, game that I'm enjoying, which I will be reviewing shortly. Cool. Uh, I saw the trailer um, for that, and it seems to have a, a very light-hearted tone. Yeah, it, it's, it's one that the protagonist is sort of misguidedly trying to say that communism is a good idea, and he gets picked up by the Russians, and I'm not going to go much else into it. But it's, no, it's enjoyable. If you like, it's, it's putting a sort of light-hearted spin on things like um, Valiant Hearts did for The Great War. Not so much making a mockery of it, but being self-aware, and it's it's a nice little colourful point-and-click adventure. Uh, so I'm cracking on with that at the moment. Cool. Which is quite enjoyable. Ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, that was weird. Sean, what have you been playing this week? Uh, so mostly I have been playing Graveyard Keeper, which is the... Ah, yes. It's, it's a, a graveyard keeping game released from Tiny Build. It's been out on the Xbox and PC for about a year. So it came out in August 2018. And it, it has finally arrived on the PlayStation 4. And what is there is very, very good. You, you play as a graveyard keeper. You have to bury bodies in a graveyard and keep the graveyard spick and span. But to do so, you have to get resources, and to get resources, you have to spend energy. It's basically like Harvest Moon or um, that other farming game, except very morbid and a bit twisted. The The problem with this is the fact that it is very broken at the moment. So, yeah, the, the PS4 version, it's a blue screen crashes. So you can, set, you can go to bed, and going to bed kind of replenishes your energy, and when you go to bed, it's, it saves um, at the... Oh, that's my dogs and my cat's having a lovely scrap in the kitchen. Hi, dogs. <laughs> so, yeah, they, the energy replenishes when you sleep, but when you go to sleep, the game tries to save. And when it seems to save and you've got no energy, it blue screen crashes. And 99 times out of 100, you will go to bed with no energy because there's no point to go to bed without any energy. So it's kind of really broken at the moment and you can lose days worth of progress, which is like in-game hours, like you could, like hours of your own time just gone because the game decided to crash and it's yeah. very fucking frustrating. Is it, um, is it quite Stardew Valley-esque? 
Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it's very like Stardew Valley. Um, it's very kind of there are set goals that you have to go through, so you have to get a certain amount of science points to unlock certain things like Stardew Valley. So you can't just rush ahead and go to the end game content. You have to kind of build upon it just like that. And you can go off exploring and meet these NPCs. You've got a, a, a disembodied head that guides you through the game because it's just a bit twisted. And on the side, you can like carve up bodies that get delivered to you and then sell the meat back to the village so that they're eating their old, their, their, their dead people. Hmm. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's a bit, it, it's fun, but it is very broken right now. So uh, I have written a review for it. I'm about a thousand words into my review. And I've still not yet really kind of got to where I want it to be. So it will be out soon. But yeah, um, if you want my final thoughts, they'll be up on the website before the next podcast. I've also been playing um, Star Wars Battlefront 2 because they've dropped new DLC for the game, which includes the uh, Roly droids from the prequel trilogy. Droidicas. Droidicas, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the, the night that they released that, it was like the game turning turned into FIFA or a bowling game because everybody just wanted to be them. And it was very funny because if you were on the, the clone side, it was like impossible because just, you just got these shielded droid things just walking towards you all the time. It was, it was very funny, but um, now that the game's kind of st- stabled out a bit and people have started to think that it, it, they do have some weaknesses. So they are a bit sluggish. They can't turn very well, especially when you put your shield up and um, they aren't, they aren't as um, indestructible as, they were in the movies, which is, thank Christ for that, really. Um, but they, they are a, a really great addition to that game. So I've been playing a lot of that. And um, I think that's it, really. How about you? I've been playing some Rage A2. Oh. Um, it came up on the sale, and it was a price that looked rather tempting. So I thought, fuck it, why not? And uh, yeah, it's not as crazy as I was expecting, at least so far, anyway. Um, the trailers and all of its promotion sort of led to believe you're in part of this kind of Mad Maxi, insane Borderlands-esque world. And the story that kind of weaves its way through it is actually a lot more serious than I was expecting. Which is uh, it's kind of a kind of a weird uh, shift in, in tone very quickly, and it kind of threw me for a loop a little bit. I mean, you're immediately very overpowered, and so you can you can tear things down quite easily, but. Uh, yeah, it's a little more dramatic than I was expecting, which is a shame because I was, uh, I, I sort of picked it up in the hope it was going to be just a really dumb shooter that I could just play all summer. And uh, I'm going to stick with it though. But yeah, so far it's uh, it's kind of interesting. I was hoping for yeah, just something a bit more ballsy, something a bit more bullet stormy. Maybe I should have bought Bullet Storm. Ah uh, yes, <laughs> just bought Bullet Storm. We, we did have that on on PlayStation Plus a few months ago, didn't we? We did, uh, yeah. Yes, it's uh, it is it is in my collection actually. I should um, it my my friends sold me on Rage Two as they basically retooled the entirety of the Mad Max game, made it first person, and called it Rage Two. Is that the way it feels? Yes. Okay. I mean, pretty much, yeah. I mean, it's not. I think Mad Max is a better game so far. Oof, controversial. Yeah, I've said it out now. What are you gonna do, bitches? Sue me? <laughs> I ain't got any money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think so far, you know, I'm, I'm only a couple hours in, but I I enjoyed the opening of Mad Max a lot more. So well, uh, I'm going to stick with it though because uh, I'm interested to see the the story is engaging if it is a bit serious. So I'm looking forward to seeing where it all goes. Um, it's a massive open world. There's so much to do. As soon as you uh, 
get through the tutorial bits and stuff, the game really opens up. So yeah, there's plenty to do, plenty to be getting on with. So that will be my week, I imagine, moving forward. Very nice. Uh, but I've also been playing Super Mario Maker 2, Oof. and bloody hell, this thing is good. It's just, you know, I'm not much of a maker, I'm more of a player. Um, you have two options at the very beginning of the game. You can either make a level, or you can play some levels. And you can play through the story mode, which has over 100 courses that, that were designed by Nintendo. And they're all very, very different. And so it's, it doesn't kind of have a kind of like set theme. It just goes bonkers. At some, you can be playing a Super Mario 3D World level, then a original Super Mario Brothers level, then you know, new Super Mario Brothers and Super Mario Land and Super Mario uh, World. And it's, um, yeah, man, it's bonkers. Uh, some of the stuff that people have been coming up with already is just insane. If you listen to this, I advise checking the Mario Maker 2 hashtag. People are insane and people are so clever. And the game's been up for two days. And the things that people have come up with already are, are absolutely crazy. It's essentially a limitless Mario game. You know, there's going to be constant uploads to this thing. Just more and more Mario levels to play over and over again. Some of them are absolutely horrifically dangerous uh, for my mental health purely because they're so very difficult but um yeah i've been a few relatively hard ones i've taken a couple of goes but no it's great and like the making side of it i haven't really dove into too much yet because there's a lot to do away from that but yeah it's very much worth its uh worth its current price tag i believe and there's going to be uh plenty to do in that one for a long long time to come i think i might jump into the level design but we'll see i i have a question for you yes Mario Maker and Mario Maker 2, they've kind of thrown out the tools to make a 2D Mario game to the entire, you know, player base. That's kind of left them with not much that they could really provide themselves. I know that there's like 100 levels designed by Nintendo, but with the the success of, and, you know, it's already been called a success, of Mario Maker, what do you think would possibly come next for a 2D Sonic game? Do you think 2D Sonic is done now? Is that it? I mean, unless they get um, M2 and Paul Whitehead again to... Um, Chris, sorry, Christian, uh, Christian Whitehead to do a, a Mania sequel, then... Yeah, I mean, they'd be dumb to not do a Mania sequel, to be honest. You know, they were very proud of the fact that it was their highest-rated Sonic game in, like, 20 years, something insane. And so, yeah, they'd be dumb not to do it, but, you know, Nintendo have essentially given you everything you need to make a Mario game. And... You know, it's not just like making levels. The, the, the tutorial is essentially just game design. It will tell you, you know, you want to focus your your level on challenge rather than difficulty. You know, the, you get these weird things that pop up. You know, it's like it's like Miyamoto is talking to you directly. And it's, it's really strange. So, yeah, if you go through the tutorial, the tutorial is unbelievable. It is so in-depth. There's so much to take in. And I, it generally feels like a level design kind of masterclass that they take you on through this thing. I will always root for Sonic, and I hope that whatever comes from the Sonic the Hedgehog movie video game, which I assume is going to be a thing, um, I might ignore that and just wait, hopefully, for Sonic Mania 2, if that is ever going to be a thing. Okay, then. Cool. Would you play a new 2D Sonic game? Yeah, I just... Nintendo kind of said that's, you know, this is probably it for 2D Mario, and, you know... Team Sonic or Sonic Team or that you know whatever the hell they want to call themselves, they seem pretty hell bent on a 3D one. It's just that you know that those games are, are very special to I guess everyone that grew up with them, and it's weird to see them kind of transition into 3D and then kind of into obscurity basically. Apart from the fact that you know Mario is still going strong, just not in the original form that many people were introduced to him. 
So I was just wondering if, like, you know, there's there's a bit of those characters being lost. Because I imagine they're still going to make Sonic games. You know, we've just had a, a, a racing game. You know, we've just had, um, you know, another, another Mario Maker game. But I don't see them really pushing the 2D angle for either of those characters anymore unless, you know, Sonic can continue to have indie developers step in and really fill that void for them. I just can't hope he carries on kind of thing. Do you know, do you know what I mean? That's, yeah, yeah. I, hope, I, I still hope that Nintendo turn around and go, hey, here's another 2D Mario game. Oh, yeah, they will, for sure. Like, there'll, be a, there'll be another New Super Mario Brothers at some point. You'd hope so. It's just that, you know, with, with Mario Maker, they've kind of allowed everyone just to create their own games. You know, there's... It's pretty limitless into into what they can create with those the tools. So, it's I mean, what can they do above and beyond what you know a pool of of a million players can do? Well, I mean, they're still Nintendo. Yeah, you know, they're still the ones that will make the best levels. Yeah, and... but they also made arms. So. <laughs> 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 okay, I'll shut up. <laughs> oh, can you imagine a Sonic Maker? Oh, that would be loops. Yeah, that would be interesting. That'd be wild. There was. It was called Sonic Mania. Um, <laughs> Sonic Mania has been on PS Plus this month. Did you get it, Greg? I did, and I've done one level. Huzzah! Well, yeah. Well done. The best game ever made, isn't it? Tumble. If, if I say anything <laughs> other than yes, you're just going to argue with me, aren't you? Um, it's too hot to argue, to be honest. <laughs> Let's see what. No, it's, it? it's good. I, I need to. I need to actually get into it. But yes, it's good. Good. Greg likes a thing. <laughs> Greg likes things. Greg likes things. <laughs> this podcast will be full of positivity because we are obviously missing Paul this week. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was I thought it was me that brings the mood down. Uh, you 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 have your fair share of downers. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's like a, a downer off between you and Paul sometimes. <laughs> I hate something. Well, I hate it more. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. think Paul and I contrast because there'll be a game that I like and Paul will be like, "Nah, I didn't like it, bro." And I'll be like, "Well, I did." <laughs> Such a good impression. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably he's probably sat there like seething with Cockney rage right now. Cockney rage, that's it. Shotguns are coming out. <laughs> Drive by next to your house. Close your yeah. Very true. Sorry, what were you gonna say, Ross? How's the uh, how's the weather in Taunton? Is it crazy? Oh, it's hot as balls. It's, yeah. it's, it's insufferable. Hence why I'm all snotty in Pollen County. Oh, cool. How's the weather in Stoke? Um, there is a weather. There is okay. there is a weird, half sunny, half cloudy, a bit breezy. Still unbearable because you can't really sit in any kind of clothes. Mm. So, not to give you any imagery. Oh, <laughs> uh, Sean is naked, ladies and gentlemen, recording this podcast. <laughs> I will uh, see they can confirm or deny the <laughs> finger guns after dark. Yeah, Oof, me. Let's move on very quickly. <laughs> finger Sean. Oh God! Oh God! No! No! Oh. No, oh, why? oh. Cut that! Cut that! Oh, <laughs> Oh, uh, God, we should have named ourselves something else. Never mind. It's far too late now. Yes. Um, oh, I wanted to talk about The Sinking City. Yes. Because that's mediocre. Yeah. Um, on my, uh, I couldn't really talk about it last week because uh, the podcast dropped the day before the embargo. So I was a little bit uh, hamstrung on that one. But my review is up now on thingyguns.net if you'd like to have a look. If he can't be asked, I gave it a five. And yeah, I played it a little bit more. I wanted to see if it would open up a little more. And it just hasn't. It's... About as good as I remember the Sherlock Holmes Crime and Punishment as being. And uh, it doesn't seem like Frogware have really learned much. They've just kind of placed Sherlock in a 
different location without calling him Sherlock. And it's such a shame because the, the location, the setting and the themes, they're all so interesting. It's such an interesting concept. And it's like they're afraid to give it some, you know, they're just, they've got, they've got this great protagonist and they've got these interesting characters. as like a shark and the jets things going on between two different gangs. And it's just, it's really interesting, but they just seemed like, we have to keep the gameplay as generic as possible. And they didn't really take advantage of the interesting concepts that they had in the game. And I really wish they did because it drags the whole thing down and it could have been something quite special, I think. I get the feeling that they, those games are kind of designed for a very specific set of people. I, I probably fall under that that umbrella. I probably fall under the, I don't really want to go through the game and miss anything. You're not really going to give me the opportunity to miss anything. It's all going to be railroaded and very linear and very um, by the books and really not really push the boundaries a bit. I just want 12 hours of game that's either pleasing or, or you know, addictive enough to get me through 12, 12 hours. And that's what that game feels like. I played yeah. about 20 minutes and um, I, I totally saw everything that you were talking about in your review in those 20 minutes. <laughs> it's like, yes, no. Yes? No? What the fuck's going on? I don't know what the fuck's going on. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to turn this off. Put Borderlands on. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shame, because I, I was looking forward to it. It did look quite good, but yeah. It's a five, so it's like, you know, it's not an awful game by any means. And if you want to give it a go, then yeah, I don't, I can't recommend it, but you might get more out of it than I did. You know? yeah, fair enough. Did I, I can't remember if I talked about just go back to sort of games and taking a chance. Did I talk about Left Alive on podcast? Uh, yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I traded it in the next day. Uh, yeah, I'd say I've, I've been burnt on taking sort of random chances on games lately. That's fair enough. It's yeah, that's fair. There's so much stuff out now that you kind of really have to choose your battles, and that's been something that I really struggle with because for like years and years there wasn't a game that came out that I didn't play, and now I'm like. Okay, uh, there's like ten games come out this week. I'm probably going to play a third of one of them. Which one yeah. shall it be? <laughs> it's just mental. You know, gone are the days when I can, you know, clear four or five AAA RPGs a week. Fucking hell, I used to be so good at games. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine the Sinking City is a Game Pass experience. Okay. Um, as soon as it lands on Game Pass, then yeah, that's when I probably say give it a blast. Okay. Well, I mean, I did enjoy Call of Cthulhu, so it'd be nice to get back into that in a different type of game. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the concept is really interesting. The setting is really interesting. It's just, yeah, they kind of did nothing with it, which was a real shame. Okay. But, uh, you know, the general consensus is, yeah, it needs it needed far more than what it offered. You never know. You might love it. It might be your game of the year. Who do I know? I don't fucking know anything. You might love it. It is time for, oh, God, I'm so nervous about this. It is time for this week's Finger Guns Trivia Challenge. And Sean has been dripping seeds about this all week. And I've been a little bit nervous about it. So it's going to be a bumper one, as I understand. Sean, let's do it. Okay, do you want to introduce it? Have you got a guitar ready with a brass band? Oh, man. Oh, my guitar is downstairs. Okay. Never mind. Let's call it quits for this week. You know, you did so well last week. It's carried across. The goodwill is just keep going. Um, so yes, <laughs> this week's quiz is a giant one. It is thirty questions long, and you might remember a few weeks ago we did a um, video game sound clip quiz, 
Um, and that was reasonably well received. And um, we were asked to do another one. I have done another one, but this time it is video game music. So I have taken 30 clips from 30 games. All of them are 10 seconds long, and I will play them all twice. I want to know the games of which we're talking. Obviously, the static and things across Skype might not mean that these are good. So I have prepared an optional little hint should both of you require one. So if you both agree that you need a hint, I'll give you a hint. Okay. All right. And we can we can confirm that they're, they're, they're short enough that we aren't going to get striked by <laughs> iTunes and Spotify. They, they are all 10 seconds long. And if, if they come for us, there will be 30 different copyright strikes. And I... <laughs> so if we're going to do it, we might as well do it this time. <laughs> we'll go down in the blaze of glory. <laughs> yeah, so this, this should be fun. So, yeah, so if you've not played this before, we're going to add the questions now, and then towards the end of the podcast, we'll do the answers, um, and let's just get into it. So you guys ready for question one? Do you have a way of recording said answers? Are you ready? Yes. Right, okay. Good Lord. So, question one. That okay. is a banger. That is a banger. It is. It is. I thought oh, I'd start easy. You know, that, that sick. It's probably one that every single person on earth has heard at least once. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One more time. Okay. Question two. Getting harder. Okay. What? 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 What just happened? So I'm guessing neither of you can guess that. I thought it was the news. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Tonight, it's in. Do you want a hint? <coughs> yes, please. Okay. Um, Paul would 100% know the answer to this one. Okay. Okay. I'll play it again. Okay. Nope. No, it's going to be. Still no. Okay. Um, after that hint, after that hint, you're going to kick yourself. Just... Yeah, okay. Question three. Is that Hunky Dory? <laughs> available now on all good streaming services <laughs> yes <laughs> um, no that was question three. Oh, I don't know what that is Greg have you got any ideas god no <laughs> um, okay it's optional hint time oh, this, the thing is the hint just gives it away oh, oh no. never mind 
Okay, I'll play it one more time. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll just tell you that the, the music is for the first boss of the game. And it happens within the first two minutes. Okay. Let me just open Shazam. <laughs> Question four. <laughs> oh, so there's no hint at all. We're just moving on. I did give you a hint. What was the he hint? Did. He said it's, you, you fight the boss within the first two minutes of the game. That's, yeah. not, that's not a hint. Well, it's not an answer, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Question four. Oh, I know it, but I don't. <laughs> oh, I know what that is. Ah, ah what's the hint? <coughs> um, there have been four of these games, and all of them have used that tune. Four? Four. Oh, can we have it one more time? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, it's gone. That's it's going sh- to be really <laughs> obvious. As well. I, I know it, but I don't. <sighs> Can you oh, play buddy. it a bit longer? <laughs> no, I cannot. Can you get rid of that crappy little drum intro thing and just play the. No, no just, absolutely uh, not. I stopped it there specifically. Ethan. <laughs> okay. Right, it's a question. Oh, oh. Sounds like. It sounds. Oh, forget it. Carry on. Sorry. I think, I think I know, but I think it's wrong. I can it's sing four the rest of, of it if you want. <laughs> so there are there are four main games. Four main games? Oh, that's not what I'm thinking of then. Balls. Oh, Moving on. Okay. Question five. Oh, yes. <laughs> I can do that one. <laughs> Still cannot find my copy of it. Okay, that's yeah. Not narrowed it down. Okay, one more time. I got it. Okay, question six. Oh, again, I thought. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How many questions have we got today? 30. <laughs> oh. Okay, one more time. Okay, do you want your hints? Yeah. Yes. Puddles. Oh. Puddles? Puddles. 
Yeah, I know what you mean. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Question, what's this? Seven? Are we just going for series? I guess. Um, that was only in one game. I'll, I'll just take it as a series. It doesn't, you know. Go. Cool. Um, I'll play it one more time for those folks at home. Okay. If I know the game and the level, do I get an extra point? No. No. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Question, what's this? Eight. Eight. <laughs> I'm guessing you got that one then. Uh, the series. Yeah, that's that's fine. It's in almost all of them. Okay, one more time for those peoples at homes. Okay, question nine. What? That was horrible. That was... <laughs> that okay. was genuinely horrifying. Okay, um, so this is from a game in a series which is fabled for its music. And it has several entries which are purely based upon the music from their main games. What? Oh, that makes, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, that was as clear as mine, sure. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> See the thing is, right? That if 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 you've heard this before, you will hundred percent know where it's from because you never forget it. It just means neither of you have played this game, but everyone else has. Okay, one more time for those folks at home. Okay. Greg, do you want to go for a beer? <laughs> <laughs> Question 10. I thought quizzes were meant to be fun. <laughs> if neither of you get that, I'll, I'll have to end this right. quiz now. That's what I'm talking about. That's the level I'm at. Yeah. This game. I none told of you, you. None of I your indie you. bullshit. You know. Indie bullshit. <laughs> okay. I want it all mainstream. Okay. None of your. None of your. Yeah. None of your Undertale B sides. Whatever malarkey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This song was featured. Sorry. Glenn. Okay. I think I'm the only person in the world that really, really despises that game. Yeah, probably. Absolute I mean, garbage. I'm sorry, everyone. It was true. 
Okay, question... Okay. <laughs> question 11. That just the Microsoft Ooh. sound up noise. <laughs> you should know that. Who are you talking to? Um, well, I know both of you played it. Go on, let's have a hint. Um, the sequel is coming out next year. I'll play it for you again. That backs up my theory, which helps. It's that bit. The da -da -da. Sequel's yeah. coming out next year. Um, it's Last of Us. <laughs> no, I'm probably going to kick myself when you tell me, but... Yeah, you will. Okay. Question, what is this? Three, six, nine, twelve. Yeah. I know that one. Good, good. Okay, one more time for those folks that don't. Sounds like something, but I don't know what it is. Sorry. That's fair enough. Okay, next one. Nope, hit me up. Okay. I'm going to play it for you again because. No, okay, I'll give you the hint. Um, <laughs> you have reviewed it within the last six months. Oh. Oh, it's Senran Kagura. Oh, it's nice. F Furious, he trolls back through reviews. <laughs> uh... Oh wow, there's loads of reviews on our site, guys. Who's not that? It's crazy. We do reviews? Ah! Okay. Next one. Oh. Where is it? Yeah. If you could actually play some of the music and not the stupid little intros, that'd be so much easier. That wasn't the intro. That's like two minutes into the song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just some lovely noises coming from Greg today. <laughs> okay, one more time. Do you, do you guys um, want the hint for that? Yes, yes please. Um, the enemies in this game have red glowing eyes. Oh, so that's like every zombie game, every 
<laughs> okay. Um, the series is a PlayStation exclusive. I know what you mean. I, I'm just being facetious. Oh, uh, okay. Was it a launch title for this gen? Um, <laughs> yes. All right, let's move on. Oh, fuck me, I know what this is. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know. All right, got it. Mm, I made the hint. You can't have it if Frosco doesn't want it. Oh, sick what? Bird! Oh, that's harsh. That's cold, man. No, I understand. <laughs> I agree. Okay, one more time. I think I know it, but I'm not entirely sure. Needs a remaster, please. Yes. Agreed. Seconded. Motion carried. Okay, next one. Okay. Do you need a hint? Um, if Greg is also in my uh, my corner as well. Yeah, go on. Okay. Um, the name is a play on words from a famous spy series. Play it for you again. Ah. Uh, yeah, all right. We're there. The, bub the bubbles really give it away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one. <laughs> I guess you've got like that it, one. I guess you got that one then. I'm just going to play that one straight again for those folks at home that don't like to listen to Greg's snotty voice over the top of the soundtrack. <laughs> I'm going to do it again now just to be spoiled. <laughs> and I'll just keep playing it. <laughs> okay, start again. So basically, my weekend is. um. <laughs> okay. Although that does render one of my earlier answers. Mute. Yeah, same. I had to go back and edit that one. <laughs> Can I check? That was number 17. Let's have a look. It was, yes. All right. Okay, question 18. Do I get an extra bonus point if I know what stage it is? Um, 
you know what? I'll give you an extra bonus point if you can tell me what stage it is and what from, from what version. Are you fucking kidding me? That's exactly what I asked you. I know, uh, that's no, why I said I'm, it. I'm, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay, one more time. Round one. Okay. Fatality. Question 19. That could be any final level. <laughs> okay. Roscoe, do you need a hint? Yes, please. That is the main menu music from a game that Roscoe has mentioned on this podcast every single episode. Ah, oh, tits. Of course it is. Oh, the one I've just blanked out as some sort of regression because he keeps banging on about it every episode. <laughs> That's awesome. uh, okay, one more time. The least memorable music of all time. Why do you even like that game? Anyway, moving on. Oscar? Uh, no. Okay. Um, the main character in the game is voiced by John St. John. Oh. I feel you again. Okay. Neither of you got it? Oh, no, I've got it. <laughs> Good one. Okay. Next one. That's an easy one for you. Well, that sounded horrendous. <laughs> Good Lord. I apologize if uh, anyone's ears have just been blurring out. Yeah. Um, that's what it kind of feels like to play this game, too. One more time. Okay. Have either of you got this? I think so. Do you want the hint? No. Okay. Next question. Hmm. Um, Sounds really familiar. It does. And yet, it doesn't. Hint me up. Hint me up. 
Um, in this game, you might meet Calendar Man. Yeah. Yeah. Play for you again. Yeah, I got it. Good, good. Next. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> I know what that is. I am torn between two female protagonist games. And you would be incorrect. Ah, oh, fuck. No, I don't know. Okay, do you want to hint? Yes, please. Greg? Yeah. Okay, um, the lead character is a Magi. Magi? Magi? An Egyptian lawmaker. Oh. I'll play for you again. Okay. Got it. Next question. Yeah. Oh, I'll just get into that. I know. I, I like, I really, this is like one of the ones where I was like, I've downloaded the entire track and I didn't want to stop at 10 seconds. Okay. One more time, since so you probably both got it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you get. It. Tune. Board lock. Okay. Next one. I mean, that's definitely not Animal Crossing. That is definitely not Animal Crossing. It's very dramatic. I don't know. Greg? Nope, no idea. Uh, yeah, go on then. Um, okay. It is a game set in World War II um, from the very long-running series of first-person shooters. I'll play it again. Okay. Next question. Are you telling me you didn't get that? 
Um, I might have done. I've, I've written a answer. Okay. Probably the wrong answer. <laughs> do, do you want? I mean, I'm I'm gonna play Bleed again because I freaking love this music. Okay. Ugh. No good? Ah, uh, yeah, it's just... I hate that song. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Next, next question. Oh, I know what that is. Playing it now. I'm literally playing it now. <laughs> I'm playing it now as you're recording. Oh, okay. <laughs> if I get it wrong, I'm going to kick myself in the face. I'll play it again. Oh, please get it wrong. For the single underappreciated soundtracks of. The last 10 years, I'd say. Such a good soundtrack. Okay, mm -hmm. next one. Yeah, now we're in my territory. Okay, one more time for those stuck at home. Okay. Um, second to last question. I think I know what it is. If I don't get this right, I'm giving up. Okay. Should I know what it is? Um. Do you want the hint? Uh, I don't know. Greg? Uh, I would like the hint. All okay. Right, let's do it. That is the music from the first level of a very iconic Mega Drive game. Oh, fuck. Okay, never mind Wait, then. Can we hear it again? Which gun? I think I'm on the right path. But I had to regress a few consoles. Okay. I know what I mean, don't worry. And last question. Yes! This is one of those female protagonist games I was thinking about earlier. <laughs> okay, I'll play it one more time. Mm. Okay. God, another underappreciated soundtrack. Absolutely. 
And that was all 30 questions. My well done, gents. God. I told well, you it was 50-50 hard and 50-50 easy. You know, it was um, stuff you'd recognise with stuff that you probably should. <laughs> I don't think I've done too bad. I think I've done better than I thought I was going to. Okay. But at this point, it's not about beating you guys. It's just about beating Sarah, to be honest, because her smugness <laughs> is, is out of control. Uh, yeah. There's, there's quite a few of our listeners that are feeling that way, to be honest, buddy. Mm. I just don't pass on the messages. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Adi, Sean. God, gant you an effort there. Mm. Pleasure. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, right. So we're going to jump into our main topics then. And this week, first up, PlayStation Plus. Is it still worth the money? Now, of course, this is counteracted with the fact that we do need PS Plus to play online, but since Sony have decided to remove the PlayStation 3 and Vita games, the PS4 games haven't really been up to standard thus far, except, of course, for Sonic Mania, because it's amazing. <laughs> Moving forward, we have uh, PES 2019 and Horizon Chase Turbo coming up uh, this week on PS Plus. So, yeah, Sean, this was kind of born out of uh, some tweets I saw of yours about whether or not you think PS Plus still has a decent enough standing for it to be worth the money, which Sony keeps pushing up. And uh, if you could speak a little more, a little bit more to that, I think it would be an interesting discussion. Yes. Okay, I will. Um, so when they unveiled the games for this month, and they unveiled two games which, personally, I'm reasonably interested in. I haven't played PES in a while, and uh, Horizon Chase Turbo looks well in my wheelhouse. Um it's more to do with the fact that we are still paying the same amount, if not more, than we were a year ago. And a year ago, we were getting a minimum of six games to play on various different consoles. And Sony have now obviously reined that in, got rid of the Vita games, got rid of the PS3 games. They're not even giving away any of the PSVR games, and they're not giving away any of the um, mobile phone games like they used to. They're giving away two games for the same price, as what we used to get for six. And I'm beginning to get really irked by the fact that this doesn't seem like it's being plowed back into the service in any way, shape, or form. I look at these games and I think to myself, you know, Pez, Pez is coming out, Pez 19, great game a year ago, you know, when it released. It's like we're almost at, you know, we're a few months away from the release of the next one. This seems like fair enough. Sure, it'll be great to play with some friends, probably. Um, but there is already a fucking free version that you can play now that you could download and, and you have to, you know, buy players and stuff. It's it, there's a free version of that game available right now. So I don't feel like I've got anything out of that. Horizon, Horizon Chase um, Turbo looks great. Actually, they can really, really forward to, to playing that. But it just feels like the, the value proposition of PlayStation Plus has been degraded to such a place now that you look at the other subscription services, you just look at, you know, Xbox Games Pass and, and the games for gold. I mean, games for gold, you get four games, you get two 360 games, you get two Xbox One games, and those Xbox 360 games play on your Xbox One because of backwards compatibility. So, you know, regardless of the quality, you are getting more games with Xbox Games for Gold. And it, it's beginning to really piss me off that I've, I've been a subscriber to PlayStation Plus since day one. I was I was there to get the fucking free PS3 themes and the free icons to change my profile, whatever it was, to this premium fucking junk that I'd paid for and got fuck all else. And 
to to be rewarded with you know less and less every month. I feel well fucked off if I'm honest. Yes, yes, that's coming across. Cool. <laughs> Is there a was there a tipping point? Do you think for you that you feel that you felt like the value wasn't there anymore? Was it when the uh, the the PS3 and the Vita games disappeared and there wasn't really anything there to replace it? Yeah, because I I probably naively presumed that they would be replacing those games with more for the PlayStation Four because for, more often than not in the last you know year of PlayStation Plus. If a game was coming out on the Vita or the PS3, they were normally the cross the crossplay ones with the PlayStation 4. So you would get a game um, on the PlayStation 3 list that you could also play on the PlayStation 4. But instead of doing that, instead of you know aligning it to say, okay, PlayStation 4 players have been getting four games a month minimum, they, they just cut it down to two. I, I, I honestly feel like you know people who have who have bought into the Sony ecosystem are getting shafted by playstation plus now you know i have a vita i have a playstation 3 i have a playstation vr i've got a fucking sony phone and you know i i paid for a service that's suddenly become one of those that i look at and think can i cancel this because i'm i'm starting to look at and think this is not adding any value to me you know playing with friends is great but as as a service it's like it's really not that available to me anymore I've always felt like the the online multiplayer has been um, a bit of a cheeky thing to stick behind a paywall because there are services that don't do that. You know, Nintendo when they first, you know, with the, the Nintendo Switch, they didn't have it locked behind the paywall. Play, uh, PC games don't have it locked behind a pay, paywall. You know, you can pay to have private servers on PC, but you don't have to. You can play for free because you've got the internet, and. I've always felt like that's always been a bit of a cheeky thing, but I understood why they did it because obviously you've got a lot of server maintenance. You've got a lot of um, infrastructure to build around your ever-increasing base. I get it. The other things that it offers, like the discounts and things, are only good if you're willing to spend money more regularly. So, for example, you know, if you, if you have PlayStation Plus, you get £5 extra off a game which is fine, but you've got to have the money to want to spend in the first place. And it feels like it's just a gateway to you spending more money. And then the other day, Sony sent me a, a, a link to a, did you know about the PlayStation Plus Rewards Hub? And I was honest with them. I said, no, I haven't got a clue what the hell the Rewards Hub was. And they sent me through to the, they sent me through to this website. It was like, because you've got PlayStation Plus, you can get discounts on meals here. You can get discounts on gym membership. And it was like they couldn't have picked services, which the the restaurant that they offered me a discount for, there isn't one in Stoke. I have to travel nearly 100 miles to get to the closest one of these restaurants. I, I don't know why they are trying to sell gym membership to gamers, but most gamers can't be fucking arsed to go to SETI, and that's why we're playing games in the first place. Like, I don't want to go to Pure Gym. So, no, there, there, there isn't really anything about PlayStation Plus now that I find has has offered any more value than it did a year ago. And I feel like it's it's a, becoming to a point where I really don't fucking want to subscribe anymore. I prefer not to play with friends than to pay for games, which, fair enough, the the, the quality of, of them will vary depending on who you are. Like, you know, some people really didn't like um, Edith Finch when it was on PlayStation Plus. And we can't be friends with those people. And that's fine. Yes, that's um, but, you know, that that... This, that for me is a very high quality game that people should be playing and is an absolute brilliant find through PlayStation Plus. But 
you know, that's that's subjective. The quantity is what's pissing me off. Having had and been brought into this this service for such a long time, it's really disheartening to see them just taking the mick now with how much they can offer. Because I either expected more or better quality. And when I say better quality, I don't mean of a better quality. I mean they they deal with more recent titles from the bigger publishers, which you know appeal. You know the same names crop up every friggin' time we have a PlayStation Plus. Where's Grand Theft Auto Five? You know, <laughs> I want PlayStation. You know, I want Grand Theft Auto Five for free. Mm. You know, these these are the things that I thought that they may be investing in, but no, we've just got a, a trimmed down service which isn't providing me with with much in the way of anything apart from online play. I mean, this is something that we that we talk about every time there's an announcement of PlayStation Plus. You see the the Twitter response, regardless of what games that are there. You know, there's always something pretty tragic about people demanding free games, and it's particularly like big AAA games, because you know no service like PSN really offers that sort of thing. The only one that really does, I think, is the Epic Game Store, which is kind of upsetting because you don't pay anything to be on the Epic Game Store. But you know the, the the demand for AAA through PS Plus is it's a bit odd to me because I've always considered that the games on PS Plus are an addition to what you're paying to play online. You know it sucks that we have to pay to play online at all, but unfortunately that's just that's just the nature of the beast. And so the way I look at it is I've always subscribed to the fact that I'm paying yearly to play online with you guys or with other people and. The games and the cloud storage. The cloud storage comes in handy. It particularly did when I jumped from the PS4 to the PS4 Pro. And it definitely has its use. And I've always considered the games as kind of like a healthy addition. You know, they're not what I subscribe for. Um, I'm going to jump into Horizon Chase uh, this week. Because I've been looking forward to that for a while. And I've always put off buying it for, for whatever reason. I don't know, man. I, I've always been someone who's looked at the games as just an extra bonus rather than what I'm actually paying yearly for uh, to play. You know, I don't have to play them. You know, the last few months I've either already owned the games that have come on, um, which has always been a bit of a problem because I can't stop buying fucking video games. Or I'm not really a bit of that interested. You know, this month, Edith Finch and Sonic Mania is two of my favorite games this generation. And so that was a nice bonus. Of course, I already have them. Um, that's always a problem. Uh, it's always funny when you see on Twitter how games can be added to the service and then someone, just without fail, will tweet, oh, I bought that yesterday. Oh, what are you doing to me? <laughs> you know, like yeah. like that's Sony's fault. <laughs> it's like, it's like, you know, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're personally attacking that human being. So it's, it is a difficult one. You know, I've never really been all that bothered about the state of PS Plus games because I know what I'm getting into. You know, I would never, ever demand fucking GTA on PS Plus because it's never going to happen. That's just not how Rockstar operate. You know, unless Rockstar decide to throw on, you know, table tennis or anything from this gen that they've released, which is only really GTA 5 and Red Dead. You know, they're never going to pop up. EA games may pop up every now and then. You might get Anthem on PS Plus in a few months. We shall see. But, you know, that's that's always been my way of looking at PS Plus as a way of looking at... I don't like the way it keeps going up every 12 months. That is frustrating, um, especially because it's like £50. It just seems excessive, and so I'll never buy it directly from Sony. I'll always buy it from somewhere else. That's just my two cents on it. Okay, let me ask you this. 
Sony announced that they are removing the PlayStation 4 games from the service. The instant game collection is gone. You are now paying for online play and the, the um, online storage. Yep. The cloud saves. How would you react to that? So, for example, you've been paying a amount for the service. Yep. And then they change the value of that service. So they say no more games at all are coming to this service. You now pay for just online play and for um, cloud saves. Would you say, okay? Well, yeah, I would have to, wouldn't I? Because I want online multiplayer. If it got to a point where, you know, like someone could be up again, oh, man, do you want to jump on Destiny for an hour? I was like, yeah, all right then. Oh, wait, I can't do that. I don't have PS Plus anymore because they don't do any games. They don't give me free games every month. That's, no. I'd be happy to, yeah, it is expensive and it is frustrating, but there are ways around that. And if they got rid of the games, again, it wouldn't be the end of the world. I've got, I either have them already or I don't want to play them because I have plenty of games. I've one of those people that's, you know, we're in a very fortunate position where, you know, we get games every now and then. And if there's a game that we don't get that we want, we go out and buy it, you know, and so whether that be indie games or, or AAAs or anything like that. So the way I am in the PlayStation ecosystem, the games that come to PS Plus aren't a massive deal to me. Okay. That might just be you. It might just be me. I try not to play the entitlement card too much. Greg, do you have any thoughts on this? I can see your point. It, the games are a secondary feature to paying for a online multiplayer service. It's just the, the quality of the games has deteriorated massively, which I can see Sean's point on. It is a bit annoying, uh, and I will just also back up with Sean uh, when he was saying about Xbox Live, and they get four games. They are also absolute shit at this time. Um, one of the backwards compatible ones we're getting for July is Meet the Robinsons. And okay. I'm just like, why? I, I... <laughs> You're going to say you like that because you've got kids. Exactly, but that's that's the problem, isn't it? I mean, they, they can't please They can't everybody. cater to everyone. No, no, I, I totally yeah. get that. And it, oh, Obviously, games is... Oh, I can't even talk. Games are subjective, aren't they? I mean, like, we've had Bloodborne on PS Plus. Now I own that physically. All right, that's a bummer. Uh, Phantom Pain. Again, I spent 100 quid on the collector's edition of that. Uh, we've also had some games that are remasters of games I've bought previously, like uh, Bulletstorm. We were talking about it earlier. Uh, now I bought the 360 one years ago, and I also had Bulletstorm when it was on PS3 as a PS Plus game uh, three years ago, four years ago, probably a bit longer than that. Yeah. So, yeah, you could have that first world problem of saying, oh, well, I've already played it or I've already got it. But the other caveat is for people who have only just got PS4s, you're getting Bulletstorm, which is fucking amazing. So, yeah, you're not going to please everyone. It is a bit of a pisser that the price is increasing up for multiple. But then I remember back in the days of the original Xbox when it was just paying for Xbox Live. So when the free games came out for these kind of services, it was nice. It's just, as you say, the condition of the games has sort of... like They've taken away like you know the Vita games. They've taken away the quantity as well as the quality of some of them. Yeah. But we have had some good ones, like Edith Finch. You're right, I probably wouldn't have bought that because... I don't know, I might have just thought, ah, can't be bothered, you know, I've seen enough people banging on about it. But as a free game, that was great. Uh, Sonic Mania, I would have got around to it eventually, so that was good for me. I will probably get around to playing it at some point as well. I but... think it's, it's less the quality for me, it's more the fact that I, I went and played the um, multiplayer on Assassin's Creed 3 the other day on my PlayStation oh, yeah. 3, and there are still a load of people playing Assassin's Creed 3. None of them are English. I couldn't understand a word that was going on. Um, I think they were all from 
um, Brazil, I'm thinking. Um, but there, there was a, you know, a community of people there, and we played a lot of games. Now, they are playing for PlayStation Plus to play that, and are receiving absolutely nothing in return. You know, they are playing, they are paying to play online, which is something the PlayStation Three did for free anyway. Do you know what I mean? No, the. Oh wait, no, you're right. Yeah, sorry. So, so like PlayStation Plus has come along, and now the the standard is you pay for online now. They all have plus subscriptions, but they were all playing on the PlayStation Three for something they didn't need to pay for, and they were getting nothing in return in the shape of games. And it was like, why are we doing this? Like, you know, if we're going to play on the PlayStation Three, if we're going to play on the Vita, you know, fine. If you want to play. PlayStation 4, and you know, to find that the the quant the quantity of games has decreased. You know, the quality you know will vary depending on who you are, but the quantity going down is making it a, a less valuable product to me, and that's that's what irks me. And having spent literally hundreds of pounds on this over the years now, how many how many years has it been going? Like eight. I probably spent yeah, four hundred quid on on PlayStation Plus. You know, it's it's. It's beginning to like I, I feel like this service is now not giving back what it should do, especially when you see how how it, you know it has been good recently, but how bad the service for for the PlayStation Four can be, you know when when the server goes down you can't play a game. Am I right in saying that the PS Plus was born out of the PSN downtime, like the horrendous PSN downtime, as a way of getting people back um... on board? I don't know what if that was, was Plus. That? That was, that's when they started giving out the two free games, wasn't it? No, so PlayStation Plus originally originally released as a, a service where you would pay, and in, in each month they would send you exclusive avatar items. So, you know, like the little icons you can change for your PlayStation profile. Yeah. They would send you themes, and you would get exclusive discounts on games. And that was it. And then within six months, everyone was like, why the fucking hell are we paying for this? This is garbage. And then they started to introduce the free games. So, like, I was like, PlayStation Plus was, was rough for day one because we didn't even have to play, pay for online play back then. You know, it, was, it was free. People were just paying to get garbage through. I was paying. I was fucking Sony fanboy so bad back then. Like, <laughs> please, Sony, take my money. I want this garbage icon for my PlayStation profile. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I, I I spent one pound fifty for my Vega. Nice. Uh, but that was that was back in the time when you could only load a minimum of a fiver on there. So I had three pound fifteen. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Having to buy five pounds worth of stuff. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Not wanting to leave three pound fifty on you. <laughs> you wallet. Yeah. So when I when I finally did buy another game on the sale, it was like you were credit. I was like, oh, I have. Yes. Forgot yep. about that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think I, you know. I, I think we've talked PlayStation Plus. I totally see your point, Fosco and, and Craig. You know, the, the games are optional. You know, what they offer is an optional. But I don't like paying for online play when so many other places are doing it for free. And when you look at the biggest games in the world right now, none of them you have to pay for to play online. All of them are excluded from the paywall. So very good point. I just, I just feel like I'm starting to get stiffed, and it irks me. So, I mean, it's only PC that you don't have to pay, isn't it? Well, I mean, online. Xbox is behind a paywall. 
Nintendo is now behind a paywall. Um, yeah, but if you want to play Fortnite, you can play that for free. You don't need PlayStation Plus for that. No, but I'm saying that isn't just a, that isn't just a PS Plus issue. It's I know, but this is this is the thing with consoles, though, isn't it? You know, they they got you in your ecosystem. If you want to play online, that you know, outside of outside of this this like wall garden of consoles, if people wanted to play multiplayer with PC, they could hook them up in the LAN party. So that's something you could do with with consoles. Well, I wish you could, but you can't. You know, they, it's it's one of these things where they they've got you over a barrel and they are forcing you to play for online, because you look at the amount of players that play online on PC against play on console, they're about the same. It's not it's not as if you know, it's it is just an extra revenue stream for them. The quality of the the services being provided in return have certainly varied over the last two years, shall we say? You know the the Sony downtime. It's a bit disappointing, shall we say? Were you on PSN when the, uh, the the great crash happened? I was, and I was one of those people that was like, I actually don't care because at the time I was a PlayStation um, Plus subscriber, um, and guess what? I didn't I didn't have any online games to play. I was playing, I think it was Saints Row the Third. So I just sat and played that for the whole month. It wasn't like I was playing online at all. But I, I was one of the apologists. It's fine. Don't worry about it. So it's just a security leak. Just change your passwords. Oh, <laughs> Fun boys. Yeah, I was in the I was in the Xbox ecosystem at that point. I thought that was fun. Oh, uh, Xbox fans were a delight back then. <laughs> they always are. <laughs> yeah, as they are now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty neutral. I, I get I get the I get an occasional visit from the Xbox mafia, as they like to call themselves. <laughs> yeah, that's a real thing. Oh dear, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> shall we move on? Let's. Let's. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have any concerns or issues about PS Plus, do let us know. Tweet us on at Fingerguns, F-N-G-R-G-N-S. Let us know your thoughts on the current state of PS Plus. That was a quick segue so I can get out the list again. Do you know what? It, uh, I hope you leave that in because seriously, you need to start like being part of these Sony Directs and Nintendo Directs. That was a really sellable voice that was. Thanks, man. It was like a non-committal voice that was giving me all the information I needed. It was well involved. I'd have bought a product from you. There you go. Wow. <laughs> wow. Do you want to buy Hungry Dory? I've already bought Hungry Dory twice. Have you? Yes. Ah. There you go. And I need to put out another one. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm just a total one-hit wonder at this point. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> if it's even a hit. Right. Let's move on to uh, video game guilty pleasures. Now, we're going to lighten the mood with a chat about games that across the board probably aren't everyone's favorite games or everyone's coolest games in inverted commas but uh, we wanted to talk about video games that we love even if everyone else either hates them or or if we're relatively quiet about it so it's a guilty pleasure it's a game that you play primarily by yourself uh, without anyone really knowing uh, so sean i was wondering if you could kick this off actually no because you talked a lot in the ps plus greg i'm gonna let you kick this off no i was have to let sean kick off okay sean i'm gonna let you kick this off <laughs> <laughs> okay um so i i have a, a, a very secret addiction to just dance um, wow sean yeah. has an addiction to just dance are you you and you and rhythm games they don't mix no but dancing i'm okay with <laughs> like okay <laughs> This this has happened for every, every year for a long time. Is is where my kids want to buy a Just Dance game. Yep, 
we get the new dance game. My kids don't like the new Just Dance game, but I do. And it has been a long running joke amongst my family that whenever one comes out, I'm like fit for about a month until I get bored of it <laughs> um, because I'm, I'm dancing a lot. But yeah, I, I, uh, I quite like the Just Dance games. That's, that's probably my, my guilty pleasure. I find them very cathartic, even though I suck at them. Once, once upon a time, my kid, my my eldest, um, almost uploaded a video of me dancing around in my boxer shorts, um, to Facebook, because you can export videos to social media. Oh. <laughs> and um, I I intercepted. It just so happens that I was uploading everything to Facebook as a only me at the at the time. So everything that went on Facebook just didn't get seen by anyone else apart from me, and managed to delete it. So. Yeah, that'd have been fun. Sean, why are you dancing to Barbie Girl it's on a video? It's not good. <laughs> I mean, I, I like the Lego games, despite the fact that they're all the same. And everyone tells me that they're all the same. And every time I go out to bat for them, everyone just tells me that they're all the same. And I don't care. I'll play the same fucking game until oblivion if they just keep releasing them. I'll just keep playing them. Fair enough. You're looking forward, you're looking forward to Skywalker Saga. Yeah. Yeah, I, speaking to somebody who played it at um, E3, and he said it's very, very good. Um, what he's played, and it seems like they've really gone to town on making them a bigger version of what they created previously. Because obviously, most of the Star Wars missions that they've got in the game have already been done in previous games, so it it looks great, and I'm very happy. Yeah, it sounds like they've they've really revolutionised the uh, the old Lego games with this one. Yeah, like behind behind the uh, behind the shoulder camera angle. Yeah, so the, what. Answering. What they said is that, that, as, that a lot of this stuff will still feel familiar. Hmm. I'm excited. Um, if we're talking about guilty pleasures in gaming, I like to uh, punch NPCs and see if they react. But I don't, <laughs> feel, I don't feel guilty about that. Um, <laughs> especially children. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Protagonist. <laughs> Have you played Skyrim? You know, I can't get into Skyrim. I've tried. I can't do it. I can do Fallout. I can't do Skyrim. Oh, fair enough. Okay. That's um, cool. My brother's owned like four different iterations of uh, of Skyrim, but I can't do it. Which leads me into my sort of guilty pleasure. I will buy the same game again as a remaster or a, a, another version of it. I mentioned Bulletstorm earlier. Uh, luckily, I've been a, I bought the 360 version when it came out, um, and then it was free on PS3 Plus and then PS4 Plus. But Shadow of the Colossus. Now I love that game anyway, so. I was bound to get the remaster, the remake, but I bought the remaster for the PS3 when they released it with the Ico collection. Yeah. Even though I still own the PS2 version at the time, I still had a PS2 to play it on. Uh, La Noir. I said I was playing it when I was recording earlier, but that's now the fourth time I've owned that game because I bought the original 360 one, and then I bought it for the PS3 to finish it again. I bought the Xbox remaster about sometime last year, and then I traded in that really awful Left Alive game. Fairly Noir on the PS4 so I can play it on my spanky new TV. Uh, I'm looking at my, my collections now and I'm just like, that's a remaster, that's a remake. Metal Gear Solid, I've owned pretty much all of them twice over. And then like the, the HD collection, um, what else am I looking at? Uh, I've still got some original Xbox games that I know have been remastered. Dishonored, for example. Dishonored, I had that on the 360 and the PS3. <laughs> and then the, uh, the remaster on Xbox One. <laughs> So basically, you you are a publisher's best friend. You are a yeah. quadruple drip dip on 
on games. <laughs> GTA 5, I bought the 360 version on launch, and then I upgraded it for the PS4 version. And then I had some friends that were like, no, no, we've got an Xbox. So I traded it in and bought the Xbox version. Yeah. Wow. Last of Us. I mean, that was only going to look better on PS4 anyway. Do you always go for the remaster of games that you played before, or is it like any of? I don't always. Games? I think it's. I think I just get sucked into that whole like, oh yeah, I did have a good time with that, and then I end up playing it again. I mean, I look yeah. at my collection at the moment of of games I'm neglecting. Like I've still got Devil May Cry Five to finish. I'm only like four missions in, but I'm still playing Noir again. Do you know what? Um, what gone. What, what you what you really need to do, and and I I've been looking into this, is to delve into the psychology of why you're playing the games that you play. One day I'm going to I'm going to sit down with you all and I'm going to go through what you're playing and why you're playing them, because it's fascinating some of the some of the psychology that goes into. I why... really think we do not need to dive to delve anywhere into my mind. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, I probably come out looking like Hellraiser. <laughs> in, <laughs> in, in the, the mouth of badness. Yeah. Um, That's one of my favourite films, actually. There you go. And straight into <laughs> your mind. Woo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's like. People, people do go for remasters because it's comfortable and you know what you're going to get. You're going to get a shinier version of a game you already played and enjoyed. That's that's one of the reasons why you play remasters. And that's why people come back to the same kind of games. It's, it's safe and it's not a risk and you know you're going to enjoy yourself. But then, to make myself sound like a massive hypocrite, I will look at some remasters and be like, oh, why have they remastered that? Yeah. But which... then it's, it's, it's purely subjective. Like People are going, why have they remade Bulletstorm? It didn't sell very well. It's probably why they remade it. <laughs> <laughs> Epic, epic, just like um. Well, I mean, that that came out before Apex Legends, didn't it? So they probably oh, did the did the remaster come out before Fortnite? I can't remember. I mean, they couldn't have been struggling for money if they had to re restore Bulletstorm. I think I played through the first Gears remaster as well because I think I got it with my uh, Xbox One at the time, and I just went, oh yeah, charged through the campaign again, and went, oh yeah, that was Gears of War One again. (laughs) All browns and greys, yeah. Yeah. Shiny browns and greys. Yeah, I, I I think that would probably be my... Well, I don't feel guilty about it, so it's just a pleasure. But it's just a really weird cycle to get myself into. Yeah. Um, the Hitman collection, when it not the not the most recent one, but when it was on last gen, when they released Hitman 2, Contracts, and Blood Money. I, I, I got that, and I still didn't play very much of it, but I think it's because I played a lot of Hitman 2 back on the PS2. And like you said, it is that comfort thing. Well. No, no, I'm not really that bothered. Yes. Um, I'm, no, no, I, I won't because I know I won't play it. And I know it'll probably just look absolutely terrible. I've got, well, I've got the, the HD collection on PS3, funny enough, but that's because it was a plus game. That is that is also the annoying thing, like, as you and Ross were saying, it's annoying when you buy a game. I mean, it's the very first world problem of having both consoles. When you buy a game on one format, and then it's like, oh, it's Games of Gold or it's PS Plus the next month. You're like, ugh the worst Roscoe guilty pleasures I don't think I really have any I was thinking about it a lot this week and I don't think there's anything that I play that's particularly out of the ordinary I mean I still play Lego Dimensions a hell of a lot because there's still so much in that game I haven't seen yet and it's all about kind of diving deeper and deeper and deeper into that game and finding more and more secrets and fan servicey things that they found and all these things they've added like I played it today and I've just discovered Atlantis is in it I had no idea. They found I've it. Had, I've had that game for like two and a half years, and I had no idea. You know, two and a half years, it'll be longer than that now, probably three or four years now. I got it from day one. You know, it's just things like that are really cool to do. It's just to jump back into stuff like Lego games, especially Dimensions, which expanded and expanded and expanded. 
and finding these cool new things. I mean, I've only really 100%ed probably four or five of the level packs, and I've got them all. So there's more. Obviously, you're more you're drawn to certain ones than others because you like the uh, the franchise. But yeah, there's so much in that game still to do, and so I, play, I still play that every now and then. I guess I don't know. Is Animal Crossing a guilty pleasure? I don't know. Do you feel guilty about playing it? It's it's weird, isn't it? Because I think we're all pretty, like I'm not even really ashamed the fact that I played Just Dance, and you're obviously not ashamed of playing Lego Dimensions. Greg's not really ashamed of buying lots and lots of remasters for games. He's already owned three times. Yeah, I mean, the, the term sort of the guilty pleasure would the, the the guilt part of that would would suggest that playing it would make you seem wrong in the eyes of society. Like guilt would be saying I've got an addiction to playing like hentai games. You know, like hentai puzzle games. So, you know, none of the things that I play make me feel guilty about it. I mean, remember, my wallet probably annoys me. That uh, well, probably annoys my wallet when I when I buy uh, when I buy remasters of things. But I don't feel guilty about it. You know. Yeah, I suppose it's, it's always a weird. It's always a weird phrase, that isn't it? I mean, the reason the reason that I thought about this topic is because I don't know if you saw a guy was a a very famous writer confessed to having a Pokemon Go obsession, and he he put it as like a confession. He sat down and, and wrote in the I think it was the Guardian wrote a confession that he was absolutely addicted to Pokemon Go. And I was thinking to myself, dude, dude's been like living living a life in a closet playing Pokemon Go and I'm just out in the streets <laughs> turning my cap around because I'm about to go right next to church and I need to <laughs> swipe to get my Pokeballs. You know, it's like... Games but, that you can play in public. Maybe yeah. that's a guilty pleasure. <laughs> Couldn't really think of things that I would really feel guilty about, but I obviously know that people would probably frown at like a 25 stone guy dancing around his living room in his pants. Nobody would frown to that. I don't know, mate. We we shall see. Uh, So, with Spider-Man Far From Home coming out uh, this week, it's out on Tuesday. I can't believe it's come around so quickly. Spider-Man Far From Home is uh, coming last couple, and this marks the end of Phase 3 of the MCU. This is officially the final movie in the third phase of the MCU, which wraps up as they call it, the Infinity Saga. And so, of course, that means Phase 4 is on the way. And apart from like the odd confirmation here and there with uh, let's see, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, now, of course, being directed once again by Mr. James Gunn, um, we don't really know an awful lot about what's happening, or at least I can't really keep up with what is being said. Apparently, there is a post credit scene in Far From Home, which is a massive, massive bombshell. Uh, obviously I don't know what it is yet and I haven't looked at spoilers I don't really want to know until I see the film but that could lead into an idea of where we're going next so uh, Gregory Hicks where would you like to see Marvel go? I'm just not interested anymore I didn't watch Doctor Strange I didn't watch Captain Marvel I didn't watch Black Panther I didn't watch Ant-Man and the Wasp I just I got bored okay what what would bring you back? (laughs) Honestly, I don't know. Maybe some different characters, but if you ask me off the top of my head now what characters would I like to see, I couldn't pick any out of a hat. I, I don't know. I mean, I just... The big thing is that Disney now own Fox, which means they yeah, now Yeah, we could get on the Fantastic Four. Yeah. The rights again to Fantastic Four and Deadpool. There's a lot of talk about Deadpool being in the MCU. I mean, that just isn't going to work. I don't understand how they can make that happen without watering him down to a massive, massive degree which goes against everything Ryan Reynolds wanted to do initially with Deadpool. So, I mean, I don't see that happening. Uh, Sean, let's, let, let's get more positive about this. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see what yeah. happens. 
So when you think about what we've we already know is happening, we already know we're going to get a, a black Black Panther two. We're going to get as Guardians of the Galaxy with you know Thor and Guardians of the Galaxy teaming up. We know we're going to get a Black Widow film, um, and we we know we're going to get the um, is it the Eternals. What they're called? Ah, oh, it's gone through my mind. Anyway, the the big ensemble piece that they're going to do, um, either Celestials or Eternals, I can't remember which one it is, but um, basically the, the those set of characters um, in the comic books started off as a um, as a way to boost up um, the powers of others throughout the Marvel cinematic the, the Marvel universe. So this this cast of characters they experimented on humans. And created mutants. They expanded on experimented on the scroll and the Kree, both of which are now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, and I imagine at some point, um, because they they apparently messed with cosmic energy and ended up causing their own downfall, but also sparking these evolutionary jumps around the places. I imagine that is probably where Marvel are going to go to get. Um, both the Fantastic Four and um, the X-Men into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I imagine that's the that will be the tipping point. I think they will use that that film as a way to say, hey, now mutation, mutation has happened on Earth. And I think we'll get the X-Men and I think we'll get the Fantastic Four. Um, elsewhere, I get the feeling that they're, they're like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as a TV show has... Um, come on so much over the, the last like four seasons the first couple they were treading water they were just kind of flooding along alongside the movies now that show is is a very much a tone setter and if you watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. you kind of get a feeling for what's happening in the movies before the movies get to wherever they're going in the latest season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. which is on TV now there are um, doppelgangers turning up there are up and allowing people to jump in from what they presume are other dimensions and Coulson there is now two Coulsons basically uh, so, so in, in the um, in the TV show there are two versions of Agent Coulson, one's called Sarge and one's called Agent Coulson. This whole dimension jumping from Spider-Man Far From Home seems to tie with the fact that yes shit is going down elsewhere in the Marvel Cinematic Universe with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So the probability is we're going to have like alternative dimensions popping up now and you know this is something that they were playing with before but there's there's probably going to be you know different versions of different heroes popping up and i would love them really love them to do secret invasion which is a, a comic book version of when there's an invasion by the despite the fact that they have already been shown in in captain marvel um an alien race that i won't spoil um but basically they the Kree and the Skull, both in that movie, and and but it turns out one one of the bad guys isn't actually a bad guy, and one of the good guys isn't actually a good guy, and um, it would be nice to see that kind of reversed coming from an alternative dimension because of a shape shifting ability, which is what Secret Invasion was, where you know an alien race started to replicate humans and superheroes and basically took over. Uh, I'd like to see that as an arc because Super Skull was was great, and I'd like to see that as an arc within the MCU, I think. It seems like the next one that would be good to do if you had the Fantastic Four and you had the X-Men. Um, but it is a damn shame that like none of these things are going to happen now with, with Iron Man and they're not going to happen with Cap. You know, 
It's 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 a shame. Spoilers. Come on, now, man. Like it's on the cin- cinemas again now. Like whoever's going to see it is going to see it now. Surely. I know. I understand. It's it's you know one of those things that uh, it, it's a crying shame that those characters have ended before you've been able to do like an actual civil war. You know, the civil war from the comic books with you know mutants on one side, superhumans on the others. It's just it's so good in the comics, and it would be really great to have seen that. But I guess you know. Just wait 10 years until Marvel really burn themselves out on this. Really fuck it up in phase four and have to repeat the entire thing. That'd be great. Yeah, the reboot. Yeah. <laughs> the MCU reboot. Fantastic. Looking forward to that. Um, do you think that there's that there's a possibility for a Fantastic Four X-Men Avengers movie in the same way that Infinity War and Endgame was? Yeah, and I, I hope that um, they, they go with... like so Obviously... Every of the every one of the big culmination films, all of the ensemble films like Avengers Assemble and Age of Ultron, they have all been based on like overarching stories from the comic books. And you know, Civil War that was that was a big thing in um, the comic books where you had like the X Men on one side, um, Tony Stark and a load of superheroes on the other. Captain America sided with the X Men because he didn't want the Registration Act, and that was all part, that was all kind of interwoven into the film, but also done in a very different way because you've got a shitload of really important characters just missing. So it would be great to start to see these like really big comic book arcs and Secret Invasion is like one of my favorites because basically you don't even like nobody is quite sure who they are working with because there's like that like loads of people have been replicated by shape-shifting aliens. And it'd be great to see, like, if they did go like Super Scroll as like a an ensemble, you know, X Men, Fantastic Four, and you know the Avengers that are remaining to to team up to take this on. And I imagine now that they've got their properties for it, we're probably going to see Galacticus, Galactus, sorry, um, you know, come back. He's been done dirty in the the Fantastic Four films already. Um, so it'd be it'd be nice to see the world eater actually get a, a decent film um, and maybe Silver Surfer because that would be pretty cool. Galactus and his giant purple helmet on screen. I'd take it. Like, I don't know how they do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, sorry. It's getting late. Oh, Greg. <laughs> My God. Um, uh, okay, cool. Lowering, lowering the tone for almost a whole year now. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I'd take it good. You know I would. What? Oh, no. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> We're out. How long is it going to be until we have Keanu Reeves as the Silver Surfer? Do you know what? That's the oh. fucking perfect casting, isn't it? But it's not going to be him. He's not going to be Silver Surfer. Oh, he has to be. It has I, I to be because, because Lawrence Fishburne was Silver Surfer in the last one. It would just be a really cool connection. <laughs> and it's Keanu Reeves. And, you know, he is amazing, but he's not. he doesn't also have a lot of range. So someone like the Silver Surfer would be quite ideal. You know, Point Break, he's done surfing. He's his his mentor from Matrix. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. His his character in Cyberpunk is called Johnny Silverhand. Come on, it it, it would be very good. It would be very meta, but also I I think he'd be better used elsewhere. Like there are a shit ton of very fucking boring Marvel characters, which are probably going to come to the cinema very soon. What I really want is a is a fucking Moon Knight film. Give me a fucking Moon Knight film. 
Marvel's version of Batman, where he's la- he's actually clinically insane. That's that's the one I want. Would that be a Keanu role? That would be a Keanu role, yeah. Interesting. Because like I, I don't know a lot about Moon Knight. Check it out. It's 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 fun. It's like a Batman, but if Batman um, was obs- like maybe possessed by a god, but actually no, actually it's just a mental illness. <laughs> and it's okay. Really sounds cool. uh, sounds light and breezy for the MCU. Um, yeah, but the MCU is going to have to get darker now, isn't it? It sounds like New Mutants. That's never going to come out now, is it? <laughs> it's never going to come out unless no. unless Disney find a way. I mean, it might it might appear on Disney Plus. You never it's, know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just <laughs> I imagine Sony's conversation with that. Like, um, sorry, Disney's conversation with that was less like. What a huge waste of money. Because <laughs> this is never coming out. Dark Phoenix is done really good. There's no fucking way that New Mutants comes out. No okay. way. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Right, we have just hit, uh, as we record, a two-hour mark, and we have to do the answers for the quiz. So, okay. let's, let's get into that. Let's do them quickly. Okay. So, question one was this... And that was... We sports! Congratulations. Um, second one, one that Paul should know absolutely. Okay, what was that? Anybody got any guesses? Warhawk. It was Warhawk. Yes, congratulations. Okay, question yeah. three. Greg, what did you have of that? I didn't. You didn't? No. Even though even though you said the fucking name of the game later on in the quiz. Wait, what? Oh, I might put that as a different answer then. <laughs> okay. Um, Ross, did you, what, what did you put? Uh, nothing. Okay. That was Undertale. Oh. <laughs> well, I've never played Undertale. Oh, I have played Undertale as well. I don't mind. Okay. Question four. Okay, what did you have with this, Roscoe? I didn't. Greg? I put Fable, but I think I'm out. It's Uncharted. Oh, of course it fucking is. I knew you'd both like hammer yourself for that. Okay, question five. Okay. Turtles in time. It is Turtles in time. Roscoe, did you have that? I did. I fucking love that game, and I just (laughs) wish I knew what happened to my copy of it. I played it so much as a kid. Okay. uh, Question six was this. As soon as you said puddles, I knew exactly what it was. And that was um, Spider-Man for PS4. Um, questions. Spider-Man. Seven. We confirm uh, that the uh, the name for that. Sorry. Go on. We confirm that the name for that game is Marvel Spider-Man. That's yes. what I wrote as my answer. Yep. Marvel okay, Spider-Man good. on PS4 only. Definitely not on Xbox One ever. Published by Sony. Okay. 
Next one. <laughs> Yeah, everyone knows that. <laughs> Roscoe, what was it? Uh, that was the theme from the Marble Zone in the original Sonic the Hedgehog. That is correct, yes. Yes. Okay, next question, which was question eight. Mm-hmm. Okay, Greg, what did you have for that one? Uh, Pokemon. That is correct. Frosco? It's a stupid game. <laughs> okay. Um, question nine. Okay, if you've never heard that before, you probably won't know what it is, but it is from Persona 4. Uh, nope, up at Jet Set Radio. Oh, uh, all good. Okay, question ten. Um, what was that, guys? Any ideas? That was Parappa the rapper. It was. It was tough one. That one, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, question eleven, I think. Mm-hmm. What did you have, Greg? I didn't. Roscoe? Uh, I put Halo, but it's not. It was Ori in the Blind Forest. Yeah. Ah, tits and Joe. Okay, question 12. Greg, what have you got for this? Yeah, it's Max Payne. That is correct, Max Payne. Uh, question 13. <laughs> Okay, Roscoe, what did you have for that one? Was this Sniper Elite? No. Ah, uh, that's what I put, because you said I reviewed it, and I was like, uh, I, was, I thought it was war music until that weird little mandolin started in. Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, piss flaps. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Okay, next one. Okay, Roscoe, where have you got that for that? Killzone? Greg, what have you got for that? I also got Killzone, because you were banging on about it on Twitter the other day. Oh, I fucking spoiled my question. Yeah, it was Killzone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question was this. Roscoe? Jet Set Radio! That is correct. Oh. What did you have? I have a Killer Instinct. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sounded familiar, but... Yeah. <laughs> don't Fair want enough. me. No, I, I, I couldn't really place it, but then, yeah, uh. there, is a, there is a track. Next question. Greg, what have you got for this one? James Pond. Congratulations. Roscoe got the same? Yes. That's right. I gave away too good a clue for that one, I guess. Okay. 
Um, next one was this one. Which is obviously Halo. Mm-hmm. Um, next one. Roscoe, what have you got for this one, buddy? Street Fighter. That's correct. Greg? Kyle's theme from Street Fighter 2. That is, that is correct. <laughs> um, you don't have an extra point. I know. I just wanted to be smug and get the answer. <laughs> okay, this next one. The blandest main menu music of all time. The Crystal Maze. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Roscoe? Uh, it's it's the greatest PS1 game of all time. It's Jeepers. That is correct. <laughs> yeah, it um, is. Next one. Greg, what have you got for this, buddy? Uh, Gene Newcomb. That is correct. Roscoe, you got the same? Yes. Okay, prepare your ears. What a brilliant album this is. Um, what game is this from? Is it Doom 16? Doom. It is Doom. M- yeah. Mick Gordon soundtrack. Yes. Yeah. It's the BFG Division song. Uh. We'll make you walk really fast. <laughs> Again, Thanks, Game Awards. Do you remember the Doom, uh, the Doom performance at the Game Awards? Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Okay, the next one was this. Arkham City. Arkham City, correct. Um, next one is this one. Assassin's Creed. Yeah, Assassin's Creed Origins. Yeah, when you said Magi, I was like, I know that word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one. Go on, guess. Snowing. Yeah. I showed this game to my nephews in a week. I was like, check this out. This is amazing. And they were like, it looks rubbish. Yeah. Like, Get out. Playing Starwing, go away. Did you also then push out their eyes so they could never appreciate art again? Yeah. <laughs> okay, next one. Fuck me. What have you got for this one? It is Call of Duty World at War. Ah. Oh, oh, oh. Do I get do I get points for the Call of Duty bit? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> I said I said long ring first person shooter, and you could have got like you know there's there's two. So I I put Call of Duty. You did, but you didn't put World, Don't War, World at War. Sorry, I don't, you wouldn't you wouldn't give me the extra point for naming the correct fucking Street Fighter one, but because I put the right series, I'm not getting a point for that. No, because yeah. I asked for the game. You didn't. Did you? Yeah. Uh, yeah but I said, yeah, but one of the early questions said, are we having series? And you went, yeah. Because I said about the Pokemon one, I said, do you want the series? And you went, yeah, series yeah, is fine. I mean, to be fair, if you just said... Pokemon red, blue, green. Oh, yellow. it's question specific depending on what mood Sean's in. Got you. Exactly. <laughs> uh, okay. Now get on the page. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's that? I put Rystar. Did you? I put uh, Global Champions. 
It's Bubble Bobble. Oh. What the f- I don't know what that is. You know what Bubble Bobble is? No. You're my age. It's shocking. I'm younger than you. Not by much. <laughs> it <laughs> is two weeks, minutes, goddammit. At least weeks. <laughs> oh, God, I'm 33 next week. <sighs> okay. Uh, next Thanks. one. Alain Noir. Le Noir. Um, this one. Silent Hill. Silent Hill. That's correct. This one. Greg, what did you put? The Streets of Rage. Okay, Roscoe, what did you put? The Streets of Rage. It's Echo the Dolphin. Uh, oh yes, of course. The much-rated everybody's played it. Echo the Dolphin, the long-running yes. Mega Drive series. Yeah, exactly. The the, uh, the classic there was franchise. Two of them. Yeah, I didn't say the long-running. You could have put Streets of Rage on. Unbelievable. Yeah, well, you know, I can't put all the fucking familiar music on. Else, you oh, you should. Same answers. <laughs> well, you know, if you want another one of these, yeah, you're gonna have to have some answers you can get right. As I would we, be once hey. against. It wasn't us that asked for this, it was the audience. That's true. Yeah, true. <laughs> right. Last one. Horizon Zero Dawn! That is correct. Well done. Yeah. Oh, beautiful, beautiful soundtrack. Wait, okay. did we even play that question? Yes. Did we? Yeah. I don't recall. Oh, I didn't write an answer now because I thought street, the not Streets of Rage one was the last one. Oh, that's unfortunate. Um, I, really, I really don't remember that one. Oh. oh dear. Mm-hmm. Toss up your scores then. At least three. One, two. <laughs> wow. Greg, how did you do? 19. Well done. Roscoe? 23. Oh. Fucking hell. Well done. Thanks. See, you sit there and you like. Uh, don't know these. This is really tough. And then you come away with twenty-three out of thirty. That's yeah. I, I thought I'd uh, play the uh, the Paul Collette card of well, going. You played oh, it very know. well. Very I well. I don't indeed. know what these are, mate. I don't know what the fact these are, and then just get like ten out of fifteen. You know how it goes. Yeah. Well, yeah. thanks very much for playing. Roscoe wins again. Well, thank you very much, Sean. That was majestic. Was it? It was. was. It? No, it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> uh, have you got one set for next week? Um, I'm probably going to go back to trivia next week. Just straight up good old trivia. And then it just, stuff. it just takes a long time to get the, the clips together. So the week after, we'll probably be back to sounds. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, right then, there's not much left to do here, only to say what's coming out this week. And this week, we've got Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers. More DLC for Final Fantasy XIV coming to PC and PS4. And Red Faction Guerrilla Remastered is coming to Nintendo Switch on the 2nd of July, if you really want to play that. I played the remastered edition on the PS4, and it wasn't that special. It was very, very red, and it got difficult to look at. Um, Sirento VR is coming on the 5th of July. Uh, do we have a code for that? Uh, we were offered one. Yeah, did I give it to Paul? Yes. All right, cool. Okay, well, you'll see more of that game on Finger Guns in about a month. Um <laughs> <laughs> um, AOT2 Final Battle is coming to PS4, Switch and Xbox One on the 5th of July um, AOT2 is this Attack on something? 
yeah. Attack on Titan. Titan. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is a big deal. It is a big deal. Yeah, yeah apparently some people enjoy it. It's, this is the guy that has no game. skin, right? It's the Titans. They are big. Ma- I don't know. There is. I think there's a skinless one. It's the the Titan that people live in like walled in cities, and the Titans come along and eat them. And the main character turns out to be a Titan. Spoilers. Yes, and they've got these really cool like hook jetpack things. But as a series, I've tried watching it, and it's a big pile of shite. But um, apparently, people seem to love it. That's because okay. I'm just a grizzly, grumpy old man who likes old school anime. But this is true. you really yeah. need to stick with it because it pays off. Yeah. If you want a good series, go and watch um, Evangelion that's on Netflix. I'm watching it, and it, it's so hard going. Oh, yeah, it, it raises a lot of um, eyebrows with its whole theological shenanigans. And... I know, it's oh, not yeah. that. It's, it's, just, it's, it's just... No, it's bonkers as well, yeah. Like, boring for, like, three episodes. Yeah, they do that. Um, I've then, got all the then... DVDs, and it's just like, it used to be four episodes on a DVD, and it was like, action, talking, action, talking. That was the episode structure. Do you know, I finally got to, I think it was episode seven, and I'm okay with it now. I think I'm over the worst. I freaking hope I'm over the worst. Because everyone tells me how good this, this, this show is. And then I sat down and been like, whew, that was really tough 20 minutes of my life. That was, that was a big ask. Because a guy decided to walk out into a mountain somewhere and meet a friend in a tent. What? It's very divisive. Mm-hmm. Elsewhere, we have the Final Fantasy XIV Complete Collection coming to PS4. And PC on the 2nd of July. I guess that releases alongside Shadowbringers. Uh, if you haven't yet jumped into Final, Final Fantasy XIV, then now is your chance. And then, of course, is Sea of Solitude, which is out on the 5th of July, which I'm very much looking forward to. Because that game looks very, very pretty. And hopefully it'll get to play. Coming, of course, from EA, from the EA Originals line. I can't wait to play that. And that's about it for the big releases this week. What are you guys playing this week? Greg, what are you going to be playing for the rest of the week? Probably more days gone. Um, am nice. I actually going to finish it? Still going to play some um, Irony Curtain. Still enjoying that. Uh, get back into Elinor and Batman again. You know, as I said earlier, I still play the games that I've already played before. We shall see. I'm trying to play a bit more Mortal Kombat as well and play Shang Tsung. We shall see what the week comes up with. Elinor Batman. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I mean, Wouldn't the Batman hybrid would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. 1920s Bruce Wayne. Only 40s. Get it right. Yeah. Sorry. Post war. Jeez. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Phelps is all messed up and he because of the war. Well, he got shot. Oh, yeah, spoiler. Yeah. Man, that was a drag, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it just is. Um, sure, oh, it's not a quick so, game, no. Um, I am going to be playing Red Dead Redemption. Are you really? Yeah. I think it... the, the first one or the second one? The first one. Okay. Yeah. I, I turned my PlayStation 3 on and realised that I got some games that I've neglected for a very long time so thought I'd um, go in and finish some off so I'm going to try and get the platinum trophy and I will not have achieved this by next week but I'm going to try anyway awesome so, that was very high <laughs> if, if anyone listens to this and uh, fancies coming online playing some online sections with me let me know because it's fucking dead right now but yeah <laughs> it would be nice to play with other humans on an online game that'd be really fun and I'm probably going to get stuck into more Super Mario Maker 2 and Rage 2 and hopefully uh, some Sea of Solitude by the end of the week. Well, then, that does bring it in to the Finger Guns podcast. Thank you all very much indeed for listening. Don't forget, if you do want to follow us elsewhere, you can go on Twitter at FNGRGNS. All of our individual handles are in the description below this 
podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash UK. You can go over to Patreon if you really, really like us and give us $1 a month to support us over there. This podcast is hosted by our patrons and we thank you all very much indeed for that. It's very much appreciated. So if you do want to add to that and feel like we're doing a good job and worthy of your money, I think it's like 80, excuse me, I think it's about 88p a month or something. Something like that. Less than a cup of coffee. So what are you doing? We're all very special. Our Twitch page, twitch.tv forward slash fingerguns.net, all one word. We go over there. We are affiliates. If you do want to subscribe to us over there, that would be great as well. If you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime, and you can subscribe to us for free. That would be lovely. Thank you very much indeed. And that's about it. Join us again next week for more Finger Guns podcast goodness. Until then, it's goodbye from Mr. Sean Davies. Toodles. It's goodbye from Mr. Greg Hicks. Good night. You know. <laughs> and it's a goodbye. Sorry, I'm, I'm full of snot. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to spend all night editing that out of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking prick. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Finger Guns Podcast. Down, 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 down.